Welcome, everybody, to another Renthal Reaction podcast. I know we just did one, but as we talked about when we uh, started these, if news drops, we're going to try to get on board and get this information out and try to analyze it and break it all down. Renthal, Renthal.com, a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal, uh, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing designs in 69. Renthal has become notorious for a relentless obsession to detail and quality through the commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Fat Bar 36 just came out, and uh, check it out on, online. And as, as well, the uh, old 7 8 bar still around, still kicking. Twin Wall, of course. Uh, Jeremy McGrath debuted that thing back in the late 90s and blew everybody's minds away. And they have the traditional Fat Bar as well, so Renthal.com. For more information, with me on the line to talk about Ryan Dungey's sudden departure from the Geico Honda team is Renthal's own Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? Yeah, um, uh, I guess, yeah, definitely something newsworthy for us to talk about. Uh, I, I almost feel like we should just call Ryan and get his opinion, but um, we're just going to speculate. And, um, <laughs> uh, it's, but, uh, it is yeah, odd. It is odd. News. It is odd, for sure. Big fanfare announcement, Ryan Dungey being part of the Geico Honda team, buying into it. Uh, he was there at the opening rounds. He was very involved from what I could see, like meeting with riders, talking to media, all that kind of stuff. Um, he's not. Well, he wasn't like a silent partner away from the team. Like he was on, he was in, and all in, and helping to try to help the team win races. So, you know, th- this was something that was really cool and really neat to see. And but the initial, the initial um, announcement though, Paul, was a little surprising. Yeah, it was really surprising, right? So, I, I mean, maybe maybe what it was is he rode that Honda a while ago and, and it had pro taper bars on it. He just didn't really like it, right? He wanted to go back. <laughs> ah, to okay, rentals. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, maybe that's it, right, uh, yeah. No, no. I mean, again, just speculating. Uh, I I guess the original arrangement was was always kind of um, interesting to me, right? Because I don't think any anybody, any sound person, especially with your own finances, would buy into a race team per se to just like write a check to a race team. I, I never thought that was it. And maybe that was it, but I still don't today to the, to this day, don't think that was it. Um, but there was talk during the summer for a while that Grondel was trying to exit the team and there was some talk about the race shop. So a theory that I had heard that made a lot of sense to me was, um, was that maybe Ryan purchased the race shop and he was kind of a property owner and that was his way of getting some ownership and a team and, and finding a more active role and starting to work with riders and go to the races and do all those things he wants to do, right? Because he's in that transition period, which has to be hard, right? He's been doing this for his whole life and now it's kind of just all stopped and, and the next step is hard to find. Yeah, what I, uh, similar to what you had heard, I had heard the same thing. He bought into some real estate with the team and so... Yes, an easy way to make a million dollars in a race team is to start with two million. That's the old joke, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But Ryan had, had actually purchased some some concrete assets that are part of the team, and you know those things uh, acquire value over time and everything. So, right. kind of what I had heard. Um, but then so there's that. Obviously, Jeff Myshak, uh, Minnesota guy. They've known each other forever. Jeff's a part owner along with Ziggy and uh, Mike Grundall, who. Who uh, did he start Planet Fitness or he just owns Planet Fitnesses? I don't know if he started I, it or not, but I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, big part of and then now also alias alias Gear at one point and now they're alias CBD and yeah we had heard that Grandal share was going to Dunge and that's fine, that's all well and good and getting assets and everything else. But as I said, Paul, like Dunge was involved, like he was intense, he was involved. He was talking to AMA, he was talking to the riders. This was not just a 
hey, I'm going to sit back here and, and own a piece of the team. He was actively involved in the riders' uh, lives, like calling them and dealing with them at the races. So, you know, to go from, what, was he off a year and a half, two years, uh, to wide open again with a new baby, that was a big step yeah. for Ryan. Yeah, I think so, right? And I think that has to be part of it. Just having gone through it myself, like, you know, ha- have, having had a child and the transition that you make at home with your wife and, and, and your life, right? It's, it's different. So I imagine that's part of it, right? They, it, it seemed like they waited for Ryan to retire before they started their, you know, having kids and having a family. And, and then Ryan's gone again so um, on the weekend. So I feel like that might be part of it. But I, I also feel for Ryan a bit, it's, it's got, again, it's got to be hard to transition, right? He's been doing this for such a long time and he has so much knowledge to share with these younger kids. And, yeah. and, and Ryan's climb was kind of impressive, right? I mean, he came from, uh, the B class at Loretta Lynn's and then all of a sudden was a, was a title guy within a couple of years. So, um, a lot of knowledge to share and, and yeah. So the, the weird part was also how sudden it was. You know, obviously we never heard about it as well, but what do you make of how he left KTM and how KTM responded to it? Right. Exactly. Uh, from what I hear, uh, from good sources is that KTM was super pissed that Ryan did this. Ryan was going to be mentored as a team manager in the DeCoster role, Ian Harrison was there now. So either Ryan was going to be like a rider coach or, you know, a, a, a rider uh, liaison or whatever, while Ian did the technical stuff. And Ryan's announcement of this Geico deal uh, really shocked KTM. And from what I heard at the time, he didn't want to be as involved with KTM as they wanted him to, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I heard that again from good sources like, they wanted him at all the races. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and and, yeah. and then he goes and buys into Geico. And, and he's not at all the races, but, dude, he's there. He's intense. Like, he missed his 30th birthday because he was at the races. He, was, uh, he missed Valentine's Day because he was uh, at the races or at the shop. Right. Like, right. he was all in. He was all in. So the part about being all in with KTM and that, them him not wanting that, maybe it was different because there's an ownership stake at Geico, but – it's a little yeah. weird, but he, he abruptly told KTM, like, hey, I'm out. I'm done. And they're like, what? So it was a shock there. Yeah, I mean, I allegedly, I, I don't know if you had heard this too, but and I don't know, maybe one of our international uh, listeners can investigate this, but what do they have at KTM? It's called the Hall of Champions or Champion, or the Museum or something. I had allegedly heard that there was talk or, or even action to pull a lot of Ryan Dungey imagery out of that deal i don't know after this after this switchover happened again I, this is total just allegedly speaking but but yeah i think that gives you an idea even if that rumor was out there it gives you an idea of yeah ktm was upset um yeah so the only thing i can think of is that maybe ryan's voice wasn't being heard as, as loudly as he wanted it to be heard at ktm i think when he when he has the ownership opportunity mm-hmm. and he's already in business with 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 my shack on the intense side right this is just another business venture with a trusted friend that also lives in minnesota just a, a mentor right i would i would i would imagine he looks at jeff as a mentor yeah. um so i thought i was thinking oh this this fits right he can have more of a voice he has an ownership stake and he's also mentoring younger riders right when you're at ktm you're mentoring the 450 guys, and I feel like that's a little bit different. I bet you people, I bet you the the younger kids and their, you know, the teenagers listen to Ryan a lot differently than a 450 title contender would. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he's departed from Geico. Uh, from what I hear, 
the ownership part of it is gone too. Like he's not a silent. He didn't step back as far as at the races. He's also he's not involved anymore on the ownership level. So I don't know how that goes the with Grandal's share, which I had heard originally that he had taken over. So I don't know anything about that. But he is not involved in the ownership anymore of it. So that never really got that. All those eyes never got dotted and T's never got crossed to finalize that deal. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, there's lots of people that want to talk about him leaving and kind of get the real story. I was on the phone through a couple of people last night. And, you know, from what I, it, 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 it was a combination of time and not quite being a fit for him. It, it was a combination of both things. As you said, new baby at home. He, Ryan is all in. He's type A. He's driven. And for the, sure, the yeah. team, the team, from what I hear, was surprised how into it he was, how in he was, how involved. He was deep in it, involved with all the riders, all the parents, all the trainers, all the agents, you know, everything. And they were like, oh, okay, you know, no problem. But they were surprised. And uh, Sponsors, too, I had heard. I mean, I, and I yeah. feel like this, this happened kind of suddenly. I mean, because just through, you know, industry, close friends, and, and obviously we hear a lot of things that we – never speak about or can't speak about but i i he i think he was very involved even in the sponsorship side for um, from uh, you know very recently too so you know i i don't i feel like this decision happened probably in the last week or two yeah i i think the, 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 the person i talked to said ryan was all in and then when he's not all in he's all out <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's what they that's said. Fair. Like, like, like he's not going to be like, hey, he's not half ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, I still want to keep the ownership, but I'm not going to come to the races as much because it's not working out. It's like, nope, I don't want the ownership. I don't want to come to the races. I'm out. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So this person was like, oh, okay. Like, wow. Um. So the weird thing though, and I, and I didn't confirm this for myself. I probably should have. It's really easy to do. But apparently, Ryan struck all mentions of Geico off his off his Instagram. Now, that's what I was told too. Not his Twitter yet, but off his Instagram. You know, I'm going to go there right now uh, while we're doing this. I should have done this before the show. But uh, but okay. So I, I believe it's true because somebody else, a couple people, told me that. Um, he said the farewell notice, and then yeah. So there were photos of him riding. A Geico bike, a Honda, and they're gone. Hmm. And as is, I think the the post, yeah, as as is the post saying that he's on board. So, so does that does that kind of make you think that this could possibly have something to do with KTM? Well, yes, but deleting the Instagram post doesn't mean it didn't happen, Ryan. <laughs> so, I, I I from what I understood, it was a it was a it was a parting that was fine for everybody, you know. Right. Um, right. Nobody, nobody was angry. Um, one of the first people I talked to had talked to Ryan the other day. So, um, but why would you why would you delete it all? What like you know why would you do that? That's odd. I, I mean, <clears throat> I don't have that many followers. You have more than I do. Do people go back and talk shit on old posts, or is it just something that you just want to wipe clean and? I guess people are going to blow up your feed no matter what, right? Yeah, even if you post a photo of like a chicken, people would be like, "Hey, what's up with the Geico thing?" You know what I mean? So yeah, right. Like, yeah, like that—that that wouldn't matter, I don't think. But um, from what I hear, it was fine. The parting was fine. It was all understood. Everybody was on page, on board with it. So like, that's odd to delete all that stuff. So maybe he's angling, yes, to to do something back at KTM. 
Right. You know, I don't right. know. It's 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 odd. I I guess it didn't go the way Ryan wanted to. You know, I guess there there was some stuff that didn't jive with how he wanted to, and plus the time commitments. Uh, the the people yeah. I talked to two people close to the situation, and they stressed that it really was a time thing. Not a hundred percent, but a vast majority of the reason was just, hey, I'm not ready for for yeah. being all in. Yeah, and I think that's again, that's just time in his life and and transitioning. I think it was it was really hard for me when I transitioned from a from a mechanic to the other side of the industry and and I can imagine it's four times as hard to transition from a rider to being at home and and yeah, not just the the phone's not ringing as much. You're not nearly as busy. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to train and ride and and everything kind of stops, right? And also the income changes, right? I mean, I'm sure money isn't a big deal, but nobody wants to just be peeling money as out, out of their savings to live, right? I'm sure you want to find some way to generate a living and leave what you've earned in there. So, I mean, again, we're speculating on a lot of personal things here, and and the, we should probably just call Ryan. But but um, but yeah, it's big news, right? Everyone, every we were tagged all over Twitter for, yeah. for people to ask us to talk about it. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, I feel like uh, this Renthal reaction was uh, was well versed, uh, well needed, I should say. Um, it's odd. It's odd that it happened. It, it'll be a weird moment in history when we're like, "Hey, remember when Ryan Dungey owned part of Geico and had a Geico shirt and rode a Honda?" You know, yeah. like remember that? Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So, it, it's 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 a weird part of history. And from what I gather, it just it, you know it, it really is. A little bit of that, uh, mostly that reason. Uh, there were some frustrations by Ryan on some ends of uh, that he couldn't do things that he wanted to do, but mostly it yeah. was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm all in." And and maybe Lindsay, his wife, was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, maybe. I mean, he was probably coming home stressed, right? We we both worked on a race team. There ain't nothing like it. It's yeah. Everyone sees us on Saturday, and oh, you got such a great job. You get to travel the world. Racing's stressful. There's a lot of drama that comes around with it, right? And all the, all the things that people don't see and hear, it, it adds a lot of stress. Maybe it was just like, what are you doing? Are you serious? Like, look at you. You're stressed out. Um, that could be part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I think he's going to dedicate more time to the intense bicycle side. Of things, he's uh, involved in that, of course, with MyShack and and uh, the uh, the intense guys have relaunched that brand and, and built that brand. And I heard he was going to be more involved with those guys again and, and do something with that. Taser Nation, um, yep. All of us at T- Taser Nation are happy to welcome him back back on board. <laughs> um, but yeah, super super odd, and uh, you know, hey, sometimes you bite off more than you can chew, I guess. And whether you're a, a legend in the sport or or schlubs like me and you. Sometimes you get into situations. Paul, listen. Hey, you were Dean Wilson's mechanic at Jeff Ward Racing for <laughs> two days or whatever yeah. before you said, yep. whoa. A day. A day. Before you were like, I'm out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you just you jump in the wrong hot tub and <laughs> uh, you just you know you got to get out. So, um, yeah, who knows, right? But um, But, yeah, these things happen. We all make mistakes and... And I, again, I think the biggest the biggest challenge for Ryan is just him transitioning, and yeah. and it's probably hard for him. And and yeah, we've all done it. We all get older. We all mm-hmm. change jobs, and and, and 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 yeah, it's just yeah. something you go through. Also, I think when you're Ryan and you get on board, and you're so Ryan's, you know, got his whole program, his whole life, and 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 everything else is devoted with him, and whatever he wanted to do, he did. 
um, and he became a multi-time champion. All this, I think, I would imagine that when I when I when I spoke to people who said Ryan was frustrated a little bit about this, I would imagine dealing with parents and kids because that's what the Geico guys are—they're kids. Uh, Ryan was probably like, "Wait, WTF? Like what? Like I, like you know, you, you yeah. got to clear all this stuff through parents and kids and 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 all of this." Yeah, and and the, and the Geico team is big, right? I don't yeah. think Ryan's ever been on a team as big as that team. We're talking a team that has five pros, three three or four amateurs, a giant shop, huge mm-hmm. staff. Uh, all that just—it's a big, big team and a big operation. And and you know, more money, more problems, more staff, more—you know—that's just that's just how things go, right? I mean, I, I remember when we went to two trucks and two teams at Pro Circuit. It stressed everybody out, and the entire team kind of got worse because we lost. You know, we, we, we weren't able to focus as much on the goal at hand, and that was to win the 250 class. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm sure that's some of it. And Ryan grew up in a really good situation. I think he has a really good relationship with his parents and family. And and so maybe he had started to encounter some things that were just super foreign to him, right? That, that, yeah. that he was like, what the hell? I never dealt with this stuff. Like, my parents weren't <laughs> nutcases or, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, who yeah. knows? Yeah. No, I think that was some of what I'm hearing, but I'm really – I'm hearing it was a time thing and he was all in and it was like, wait a minute, you know? So, but, but the fact that he deleted everything on, on Instagram is very odd. And the fact that he didn't maintain a bit of ownership to, you know, help make a financial gain in the future, uh, is also yeah. odd. But, uh, Hey, like somebody told me, uh, another person told me he's all in or he's all out. <laughs> so, yeah. Again, you know, that's, yep. that's fair. Right. And yeah. I, I, I kind of, I relate that way. I think, you know, too, Steve, if I do anything, I want to do yeah. it right. I think Ryan's the same way. Like if you're going to do something, you do it right. If not, you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So that's the rent all reaction for Ryan Dungey leaving Geico. That's what we know. We'll snoop around this weekend in Atlanta for sure and try to find out some more. And I'll reach out to Ryan and ask him if he wanted to comment. I guarantee you he won't because <laughs> he's Ryan Dungey, <laughs> but I will reach out to him. Yeah, that's and, good. That's good reaction. And try to try to get something. But Paul, before we go, something on Renthal's website that you talked about on Monday show that maybe we can promote a little bit on here. Um, the bar, the bar measurement. Yeah, the yeah. works fit tool. That's something I really want everyone to know about. And you know, obviously, purchasing a handlebar and finding the right bend for you is always very very difficult. Um, so you know, I, I see so many times people walk into a dealership, they pick up a handlebar and they hold it like they're going to figure out what they exactly what they want and then they go home put it on their in their on their bike in the garage and they don't like it so if you go to rental.com um, we have something called the works fit tool and you actually you actually can overlay images of handlebars and all the specs are in there you can actually put in your motorcycle and it'll pull up your oem bar um, and then you can overlay any rental handlebar that we make so if you're looking for something with just a little bit you know less height but same sweep you can find it on there and you can um purchase a handlebar with with conviction and know that you've you've picked out exactly what you need. So, yeah, I just want everyone to know about that. Please use it. I used it even when I didn't work at Renthal. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so. No, good good to know. Uh, Renthal.com, you know the name. You know, the, you know the, the championships they've won and the riders they work with. So please check them out. Renthal Reaction Show, uh, WTF with Ryan Dungey and uh, Geico Honda. Um, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, man. All right. We'll see you this weekend. See you.